This is LA First. Live from Los Angeles, welcome to the Dr. Aaron Show. We're all about manifestation, transformation, and breakthroughs. It's time to claim your birthright of prosperity, vitality, and love. So grab your tea or coffee because together we're awakening the world. May you live your truth. Live from Los Angeles, we come together each day to know the truth, live on spiritual principles, align with universal law, and break through all limiting beliefs so we can claim our birthright of prosperity, vitality, and love. So this show is all about spiritual principles, universal law, metaphysics, unity, science of mind, and step-by-step how to make your dreams reality. We also come together as community in Soul Society and New Thought Global. Our vision is to be the number one spiritual community. We're committed to enlightenment, empowerment, and entrepreneurship. We truly believe that when somebody awakens, they have a gift and message to bring to the world, and together, we're awakening the world. So today is a series of universal law. It's uh, We're on number 19 of 52. We're going to break on down the law of non-attachment. So last night, I laid in my bed watching the documentary, Becoming Nothing, about Ram Dass. And I had tears of joy literally streaming down my face as I listened to the voice of this beautiful man that's had such a profound impact on my life and in my awakening. Ram Dass was born in Boston in 1931 and passed away 2019, December 22nd, of course, because 22 is my lucky number. His name is Ram Dass, but that was his spiritual name. His, his name was Richard Alpert. He was called Dick, right? So in the beginning of the documentary, Becoming Nothing, he, he has this profound kind of beautiful display of pictures of his life. And he said he's had 25 years of huffing and puffing, trying to get enlightened, obviously. This wasn't when he passed away. This was 25 years into his journey. He says, I've had 25 years huffing and puffing, trying to get enlightened. He said he's tried everything. He tried, you know, psychedelics. He tried uh, pilgrims. He tried meditation for, you know, years on end. He tried every possible modality, everything. He went to India. He, you know, hung out in the 60s. He did everything he possibly could do. And he said a couple things really stood out for him. One was which when he went to kind of a reunion with his Harvard colleagues, one of his dear friends said, Dick, you haven't changed one bit. And he giggled and the whole audience giggled as he was giving a talk. And the point is, is this, is that Ram Dass was one of the greatest teachers because he understood enlightenment. He understood how to make fun of himself and yet have profound, profound, there's the universe saying, yes, yes, yes. The alarm just went off. Yes, yes, yes. There's the sign, right? So the point is, is that we've got to take ourselves a little less, you know, serious, right? He had this great, he took it so serious, and yet he was able to come from this humor, this profound humor. And I used to lay in bed years back, like 15 plus years ago, after I'd been meditating for many, many hours, because I was, you know, seeking, seeking, seeking enlightenment, and had had true enlightenment moments. 
And I would listen to his talks. I think they were still up on YouTube. And since then, they've pulled them down because I think they now charge for them because they're so profound. And I would listen to them for hours, the same talks over and over again, because it was like music, truth, truth, truth. And my whole soul would sing. And the thing that he really taught me was non-attachment. That's what he taught me. So today, as we go into the series of 19 of 52, the universal law of non-attachment, no better way to speak about it than through the stories of Ram Das. So the law of non-attachment states, this universal law is set into motion the moment you attach a positive or negative meaning to something that occurs or doesn't occur, which is the belief that the physical realm is more powerful than the creative power, powerful in our world. To have anything in life, you must free yourself mentally from attachment to it. Nothing in the physical realm is permanent, and it is only the mental equivalent of what's going on within consciousness. Becoming neutral and equanimous is the key to directing this law. Okay? So, oh, I know what I'd done. I'd put on a timer that... <laughs> That's hilarious. So usually when I'm doing podcasts, I like to know how many minutes I'm at because generally when I'm giving a talk, I want to go somewhere between 11 and 22 minutes because that's my kind of spiritual intuition for the whole thing. And instead, I put on my my three-minute um, timer because I've been doing Breath of Fire. I do it for three to 11 minutes as well. So you guys know that's what's really going on. So, so hilarious, right? Okay, so... Ram Dass would have had some hilarious joke right in the middle of that, right? Okay, so back to the documentary. So I'm laying in bed last night, and I am having tears of joy, and every clip I'm like doing a screen share for Instagram because I am just, just my heart sinks whenever I think about Ram Dass. So Ram Dass, his story goes like this. He came from, a, I think, a fairly prominent family back east in Boston, They were, at least they were what he calls, they were a culture of putting on suits, meaning that our entire lives, you felt like you were trying to become something. You were becoming someone. You were working towards a title. You were working towards having a house. We were working for having a family. We were working for the the social status of moving up and trying to look like somebody. And he remembered feeling like, like he just never felt comfortable in a suit. He never felt comfortable in, in the somebody that he was becoming. And so he one day, I believe, he went to a psychologist and to try and figure out why he just was not feeling well, why he just didn't feel, you know, happy. And then the psychologist kind of stirred something up in him to have him become somebody like him. So hence, he became uh, a prominent Harvard psychologist. And um, he, he began to obviously, you know, write things and become somebody in the world of Harvard, which was a good somebody in the culture's eyes. He was somebody, right? So then he realized that he began to become less and less happy in that, that suit, that somebody, that Harvard psychologist uh, professor, and he just realized he just was not, he was just miserable inside at some level. So then he went down this other path, and he actually became a psychedelic pioneer with Timothy, Dr. Timothy Leary. And he said he literally took probably hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands, of had different trips on acid, 
I would imagine on mushrooms also, I don't know. And he began to have these enlightenment moments and he said it really freed him at some level because he was able to see past his social programming. He began to break down and have, have his own values in this world instead of what his family and the culture and, and all the social dynamics had told him. And he began to really love this whole process. But what he realized, I think, he said something after like 350 trips, he couldn't sustain his enlightenment. He would have these high, high moments, but then kind of slam back down into his reality after. So it wasn't until he went over to a fateful trip to India in 1967. And he traveled to India and he met his guru, who was known as um, Mar. Maharaji, Maharaji and Ram Das. He gave him the name Ram Das. So he was Baba. He's a famous guru over in India. Some people call him Baba, or other people call him Maharaji. And he gave uh, Richard Alpert the name Ram Das, which means servant of God. So everything changed for dick at this point in time. Everything changed for Ram Das, and he has so many profound, incredible talks um, in front of people about his journey of awakening. And so he wrote this really famous book called Be Here Now. It's this great book. I highly recommend getting it. It's this great book. It's, it's a sick kind of picture book. And it has these incredible kind of poetry and, and sayings and, and different... Um, uh, mantras and different things all about be here now. It was way before um, the power of now with Eckhart Tolle. You know, Eckhart Tolle, I love you and you're a profound teacher as well, but it was a little bit of a ripoff. <laughs> Just saying, no, um, I get to joke with all the gurus out there. Okay. So the point of today is universal law of non-attachment. And as, as Ram Das teaches so profoundly non-attachment, and he kind of goes into the concept of when he would still have attachment around things, he would always end up in kind of the polarity of life. He recognized that everything comes from the mind. And he doesn't teach us. This was actually another profound teacher. I was an actual mentor in my life for three years before he passed away, a very uh, dear dear, dear mentor of mine, John Raffanello. He was a nobody in far, as far as a public figure, as far as somebody out in the world, but he was everything in my eyes. And he taught me uh, metaphysics and quantum uh, mechanics so profoundly. And he said, the moment that you put a positive or negative meaning on anything, you have attachment to it, right? You instantaneously have a positive or negative experience because you set the entire universal law and polarity into motion by, you know, the power of your mind. And I think one of the greatest things in this documentary that, that Ram Dass teaches over and over and that I experienced uh, is about death. It's about dying. And Ram Dass says that our entire lives, we're preparing ourselves for the moment of death. That in that moment, the goal is to not have attachment to trying to get to the other side or trying to stay here. That to truly experience that moment, you've got to be so present. You've got to be here now. And you've got to have non-attachment. Non-attachment to this lifetime and non-attachment to wherever you're going to go. 
And as I know that he recognized that that's never the goal to be anywhere but be here right now, it was getting prepared for that moment of transition. But in the moment, be here right now, if we want to be fully in our power, fully in our presence, and releasing all the suffering, we would have non-attachment. Another profound thing that is um, something that I, I think is the most, one of the most advanced and most liberating epiphanies you can have in your awakening is understanding that suffering is grace. Meaning, Ram Dass says, you know, that he realized that at some point in time, that if we have attachment to getting something, we have attachment to manifesting our dreams, we have attachment to getting that relationship or getting that thing or getting that whatever it is, that we'll have suffering if we don't get it, right? But it wasn't until he realized that in the suffering was a blessing and a gift, maybe even more than getting the thing. And so once he realized that, he had non-attachment around whether he got something or didn't get something or his dreams came reality, or not, or whatever it is, right? So non-attachment. Imagine a life. What would a life be like if you had no attachment to things? What if you you know, didn't have attachment to whether you had good emotions or bad emotions? Sometimes we just have crappy days and have moods. Biologically, you know, they come along. What if we no longer had attachment of trying to feel good? He talked about pain. You know, Ram Dass had a stroke, later in his life and he lived in a wheelchair and he had, you know, I think no mobility of part of his body. And he still had a big smile on his face every time he was interviewed. And I don't think it was a fake smile. He had this freaking glow to him. His teeth were showing and he, his eyes were so clear. And he was such a great teacher for me because I thought, how could somebody like Ram Dass not be able to master his mind and master his body to not have a stroke. He was one of my greatest teachers in the realm of non-attachment of health, recognizing that you're not your body and that you can't have attachment of whether your body is in perfect, you know, quote, quote, of what the world says good health is or not. There is only perfect health. And when we don't attach to the body, we recognize we are untouchable. And we can still have joy. We can still have an incredible life, whether we're in a wheelchair or not or whatever. And so today, as you go into your day, I invite you. I invite you to live in non-attachment, to breathe right here and do not have attachment of how your day you know, goes. Yes, you can create because we understand like the law of transmutation of holding the mental pictures in our mind. But at the same time, to have non-attachment because remember that what you you know, resist persists. So if you have attachment to something happening, which means you're resisting what is not what would not happen if you didn't get that, then that is that is going to actually hurt you. It's going to it's going to harm you. It's going to get in the way of you actually manifesting. So the art of manifesting is putting that mental picture in your mind and taking inspired action towards that embodiment of the mental equivalent of that mental picture, but also not having attachment to it. That is the mastery. The mastery is to get in the highest vibration, feel it as if it's already happened, but not have attachment to it, okay? So, oh my gosh, I love you, Ram Das. I love you so much. You have no idea. 
there was a there was a talk he gave and it was on relationships and it was one of the most profound talks I ever heard and I would listen to it over and over again this was 15 years ago because I still had not mastered my codependency and I was you know in and out of the ups and downs of relationship and he had this talk of understanding how it's all one thing how we there's only one mind and there's only one life and so anytime you're in a struggle in relationship and having attachment to it of having expectations of how it should go it is always going to slam you down and so the goal is not renunciation in fact he went Ram Dass went so into renunciation when he went to India and he renounced all identity and, and this thing and he said that one of the most profound things, he said one of his gurus, which he said was like an alien, he spoke to him all the time. He said, Ram Dass, you're in this classroom, this school of life. Why aren't you taking the curriculum? You've taken this birth, and yet you are walking all in your holiness. You're already holy. Why don't you try being a human for once? And this is when he decided to come back to America. And he was going to fully embrace being human and practice non-attachment. And in this, he said, what is his kind of mantra, if you will, is witnessing his life. He can, you know, be in this lifetime and fully be in his humanness, but also just witness it. Witness it with humor and love. The goal is equanimity, but also compassion. To be with, the, with suffering, to be with the pain. Everything in this curriculum of life is growth. The goal is to balance between the head and the heart and listen to our intuition and to witness with humor and love. So enlightenment is, can be the ego's ultimate disappointment. People often think that they're going to get to this enlightenment state and it's going to be just bliss and just, you know, just enlightenment and just good and all that. And, it, you know, you arrive and you have these incredible moments out of body. And then you realize you are still human. You're living in this beautiful body and this beautiful polarity. And there's always going to be heaven and hell on this planet. Your spiritual path may be totally different than you ever thought it was. So today, again, as you go through this day, as you go through this, this next phase, I invite you to just enjoy. Enjoy your human beingness. Enjoy the polarity. Enjoy your being able to you know, put a positive or negative meaning on something. And also to enjoy having attachment and being able to just experience what it feels like to attach things and to slam into polarity and slam into being human. It's okay. It's okay. It's such a beautiful thing. To love life is to love all of life. May you know you are not any of it. May you live in love, not attachment. But may you also experience attaching to all of it. Have a beautiful day. And may you live your truth. Thank you for tuning in to Society and Dr. Aaron Podcast. If you've had a calling to be a spiritual leader or coach, you can go to society.com and check out our free training. If you've received value here, I would love it if you take a moment and give a five-star review. In exchange, I have a ton of free gifts for you. Grab your free awakening book, 40 guided meditations, and digital manifesting masterclass. 
I also have a free money meditation and worksheet for you so you can begin to break through your scarcity mindset and claim your birthright of prosperity. You can get all of your gifts and learn about our upcoming transformational events in my bio link in both Instagram and Facebook. That's under drerin.tv, which is D-R-E-R-I-N.tv. Also, I'd love to invite you into our free private community on Facebook under groups called Soul Society. That is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Soul Society. That's S-O-U-L-C-I-E-T-E. Have a divine day and may you live your truth.